Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. This week, we are doing another one of our story spotlights, and we are deciding to spotlight on the tale of two Romans. And with me today, I've got Dylan and Michael. Say hello, everybody. Hey, So we are going to discuss the magical story that gave us the return of Marlena, the return of Wayne Northrup, and the beginning of wondering who the hell is John Black. So let okay, us. Okay, I, I do want to say something though. Go ahead. So, dishers, the cast already know this. So, I actually took notes for this story spotlight, and my notes actually inspired the outline. So, after Tony reads the outline, I'm going to read out the notes that inspired that outline. You following <laughs> me? You following? Oh, this this is going to be hilarious. All right. Well, let us jump right in. Marlena wakes up with hair done and face on and journeys home just as John and Isabella get engaged. Okay, so I wrote, Marlena woke up from uh, Marlena woke up from a coma, pint-sized, baptized, and highly prized. Tits to her chin and hair to the sky. Amen. <laughs> it's so- her waking up out of the coma and just immediately being oh. able to flee for me. <laughs> They actually addressed that later on down the story, and it came out that Stefano let her go. No, I mean, physically being able to get up, ah, and yeah. get up and <laughs> like, oh no, it's the simple fact that she woke up from the coma with frosted tips, and I'm Listen. just like, and, and a full blown manicure. And I'm like, were they doing this while she was asleep? I mean, she gave birth while she was asleep, so. <laughs> Which they alluded to later. And I like how they opened that door. What, Refresh what my memory on how I... they did that. Wasn't it Roman that was like, that said something to the effect of you don't know what what else they were doing to you while you were there? It was John. It was John. He did say that he was like, he kept he kept you in a coma. And held you captive, and God knows what else. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I know what else." <laughs> Cassie and Rex entered the chat. I, I was like, "I guess they did always leave that thread there." So whoever was bitchy about that story, hey, yeah. Now I'm not there. gonna lie. What I, I think like. I think what would have hit my mind as an audience member watching at that time, I think my mind would have gone to like 1986, baby. Oh, she was pregnant when she left. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they're still. I I would not have gone to Alien Twins, but. (laughs) I think that's part of, I think that line may be part of what the. 1986 Genesis came from that and the few symptoms that she had of pregnancy before she went boom. Yeah. Speaking of the going boom, do do we are we annoyed at the fact that Stefano magically has her, but she was with Orpheus? Oh, no, 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 no. I put that in my notes. Hold on. <laughs> I know Keep that's kind of why I brought it up because I, I know I didn't put that anywhere in the outline. I literally put so nobody is going to mention the plane crash. I, did we ever 
get an actual explanation for that? Or did they just nope. say, you know what? Ah. Stefano. This was the first instance of all roads lead to Stefano. And then they they vaguely mentioned it when Marlena was explaining to the kids what happened to her because she was like, that was a really bad accident. And I'm like, okay, go on. And nothing. You'd think after all this time, like some... Someone would ask. Yeah. I have just fan cannoned it myself that he found her (laughs) after the last plane crash, similar to how he found Hope after the acid drop. This man just collecting presumed dead Brady wives like Pokemon. Uh, Just walking up there. Is that Marlena? (laughs) My goodness. That is Marlena. Just walking up the dead bodies. Well, it looks like day. fancy face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm now, someone on Twitter did tell me that because of the soap press, they knew that she was coming back at the time the storyline had started. But when I had originally watched it, I wasn't aware of that. So as I'm watching it, and I'm watching the full episodes, I'm not just watching like the curated clips that y'all saw. Um, I'm wondering, like, this magic, like, this no, mystery I patient. Originally. Oh, that's right. You did. But I wasn't sure if at the time that you watched it, if the full episodes for those years were available or they were just the edited down version of the story. Because there was, was the a time. episodes by the time I got around to okay, the beginning. There was sorry, a time there. Sorry, this is a sidetrack conversation. But <laughs> during the John and Marlena playlist, I'm sorry, I really had to explain this. During the John and Marlena playlist, which happened to be around circa 2014. Yeah, because I was in yeah. high school. And I um, I literally hopped in in the middle of the John and Marlena thing. I started at the beginning of the possession and worked my way up. And then when I found the full episodes, I started started in like 88. And then I, I got extremely bored and then hopped to 1991. Okay. Because I know for a while there, like 91, full ep- 91, 92 full episodes didn't exist. The only thing that existed were curated edits pertaining to everything John and Marlena. We have come a long way in this decade. Yeah. We really have. fed now. <laughs> but I say I, I I segued us to bring us back around to say that when I was watching these episodes, it was very apparent to me that the mystery patient in Mexico only aired on episodes where John and, and Isabella were Roman yeah. at the time and Isabella were airing. So I vaguely remember that. I often wondered, did anybody wonder if it was Marlena? Because like me knowing the outcome and knowing it was her I'm just kind of putting the pieces together and like well clearly it's her because she's literally only airing in episodes that they do so they're clearly connected I remember first watching it I started in the beginning of August I just didn't know the date I knew the month that she came in but I didn't know the date so I'm and when she first came on I was very pleasantly surprised I actually cried because of the music but um I know the people who were watching that live. It was like the Super Bowl in their house. 
because that like, oh, it's it's so good and like her journey home and I've mentioned this on other I think I've mentioned this on a couple of top fives that we've done but like this was the story that secured for me that Marlena was a bad bitch because like she got out of a Mexican prison hitchhiked stowed away on a plane and found her way all the way to Salem wait a minute it didn't stop there she got on the bus oh there was a bus involved yeah. too. I forgot about that that's why I put in my note Marlena was like Oletta Adams she had to get there that's what that meant yeah you okay. know what oh. <laughs> I'm also trying to figure out the geography because like especially since they're... Wait a minute. my question is why does she have to take a plane that part not a plane <laughs> why does she have to take a bus if Salem has an airport why are we going through Miami because well they they went through Miami even to get back there because they flew down to Miami isn't that where she had the reunion with Abe didn't they fly down to Miami because it was like a remote Mexican island that they could only get to from Mexico yes. <laughs> which I yeah Wait listen I'm, you right the, yep, yeah are you picking up what I'm putting down now you backtracking at that point thank you I'm very confused I don't understand this travel itinerary maybe they didn't have direct flights back then. <laughs> Like, also, maybe because she also didn't have an ID, so it was probably easier to stow on a bus than a plane. I mean, like, this is before TSA. Because so, I'm like, why are we going through Florida when California is right there? And I may be showing my youth, but I don't know a airport without TSA. So just me thinking of an airport without TSA just sounds like Bedlam all the way around. So I don't think they had direct flights. I'm just like we really went all we really went all the way across the country just to go back across the country. Well, well, here's the thing. I think the main reason why they had them go to Miami, well, Marlena go to Miami, is just to have that near miss moment with John. Oh, for sure. It just would have made more sense instead of Mexico if it was Puerto Rico. Yeah, or. Clearly, the writers were as geographically as I am. Yeah. Like Cuba or Puerto Rico would have made more sense, but I'm like, Mexico, we're going to Cali. It's right up there. You know, it would have made more sense if John's meme was in Houston. I see what you're saying. See, yeah. Like, why are we going way over here? How did you guys feel but about it? Like, also made me think what the hell was on them damn planes. But honestly. Then I realized <laughs> it was a commercial flight. And I'm just like, uh, okay. But e- even in the scene where she was stowing away, that did not seem like a commercial flight at all. It seemed like that was flying out from a hangar. It probably was. She probably tried. I mean, because you would have to think it's it's a it's a Demera, it's a Demera prison camp. That had a hospital in it. it. wasn't an actual legit hospital. Tony, it ended up being a commercial flight. Remember, because she stole that lady clothes. Yeah, she stole that oh, lady's that's purse. Right. That's right. And also, shout out to that lady because I too am finna call you out. If you told me I got a one of a kind, and then I see somebody with it, <laughs> like 
Like, like she was really upset, and I don't blame her because how dare you? That's supposed to I don't be my dress. Matter if somebody wore it better, because that was a fit. Yes, yes, it was. But uh, now, one thing I will add to Dylan's point about her just being able to walk, get up, and walk out. I do appreciate the point that Marlena couldn't speak. Yeah, for the first few episodes, that was a nice touch. Yeah, because I mean, I I can buy that Stefano would have because of of the fondness that Stefano grew to have for her. I can buy that Stefano was making sure that she was getting physical therapy treatment so that her muscles would have actually have physical therapy back then. Yes, because I was. Yes. <laughs> they did. I I don't know. I wasn't. I was. I was a zygote. <laughs> I, I was about, about I was about three weeks from being born, but um, I did physical therapy as a baby, so it did exist. Okay. But on the flip side of all this, as um, Marlena is journeying home, John and or do we call him Roman or John? What the fuck do we do? We gonna call oh, him just Roman John. Okay, John. Go with Roman right now. Okay. Row John. We'll just do that. There we go. <laughs> no, no, uh, just hold on. Just do Roman for right now. You'll explain why. Okay. I'll explain why later. Roman and Isabella are getting engaged. And if I remember correctly, didn't Marlena actually, wasn't Marlena in Salem and kind of like she saw watching it yeah, and watching in the shadows and watching the proposal? Yep. Here's my note. John proposing to Isabella the night Marlena awakens is peak mess. It really was. And like, yeah. And he, and I think, because she also called, didn't, I know that their engagement party was the night of the pier, but didn't like the night the engagement happened, didn't she like, was that the same night she called and was like Captain Brady? Yes. Yep. Yes, and then she went to the house, and that's where she saw it. Meanwhile, bring that house set back. Do we even love- still have it? It more than likely not. We haven't seen it since Lexi died because that that house became Abe and Lexi's house. Yeah, it's gone because he's living in an apartment now. So, um, are we ready? Are we ready to talk about the peer reunion? Yes, I don't have any notes on that though. I've seen it so many times. <laughs> Marlena and John have a magical peer reunion, which leaves him confused about Isabella. He puts Marlena in hiding to buy time, but Bo convinces him he needs to face it. I will have to say that, like, the magic of the peer reunion, which was very close to happening on the day that I was born, um. And then, like, Roman Roman being so conflicted immediately after was kind of really real. Like, it wasn't one of those things where, okay, the, the wife I loved is back from the dead. Let me just dump the person that I was with. Because as much as he loved Marlena, you knew he loved Isabella, too. So I actually understood and appreciated him being confused. I didn't really love how he was handling it, though, so I was very grateful that Bo was like 
you can't pretend this isn't happening. You have to face this. Yeah. Well, let's talk about growth for a moment. Because the first time I watched this, Isabella was in my damn way. And it's not like I didn't like her, but she left me very disgruntled. This go round, I, I, I guess I can kind of see the conflict. I guess she was a pretty decent person. I don't like this conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> you haven't to admit you were wrong because you let I didn't the say false... that hold on I've never said that because you let the false narrative uh, you, you fell for the false narrative they tried to sell in 2001 which colored your initial viewing off, when you saw hold it on, hold on. I didn't fall for anything I went with what they told me because that's what they told me <laughs> yeah unfortunately which was always weird <laughs> yeah I, I hmm. That was the, always, that was so, because it was so far removed from what actually played out on screen. Which I think is a giant reason that the John and Marlena fan base did, did not like the um, executive producer Tom Lang in years because he was the one that kind of pushed that narrative from my understanding. And yeah. But yeah. And that's the thing, like with, and with this, as we'll discuss, the story goes on. Isabella didn't do anything to be thrown under the bus for the sake of John and Marlena. Like, literally, yeah. all all she did was love that man and love his kids. And they weren't even his kids. Wait, yeah. yeah, but they didn't know that then. Yeah, but the way I would throw that in his face after the fact. I raised your kids even when they won your kids. But anyways, um, the peer is the peer. That is a quintessential day's moment. It You can't even have a day's anniversary without mentioning that moment. Or seeing it, which is why we're dropping the episode on the anniversary of the pier. Not only that, that's why I don't have many notes on it. I've talked about it so damned much. It's yeah. like it's so good. The music, the the hair, it's especially the, the hair. Yeah. Especially the hair and the, the behind the scenes story that goes with it too, which if anybody has seen the uh, clip from the SoapNet anniversary show from when the show turned forty. The behind-the-scenes story that Drake and Deidre tell in the filming of the scene is absolutely hilarious. Do y'all remember that? I do. I'm, I do have one complaint. Okay. What the hell Roman thought he was going with that damn red suit on? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That was his engagement party suit, was it not? Yes. Yes, and it was. Yeah. Where the hell he thought he was going? <laughs> the nineties were a hell of a time, cause well, hmm. sorry, that well, fit is suspicious. Okay, now, now here's the question: Who he wore the he red suit? Yeah. Right? <laughs> who 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 wore the red suit better, John or Johnny? Johnny, and uh, let me yeah. tell you why. It was very modernized and. I could see people wearing that, and not only that, he was supposed to be Satan. 
<laughs> John a- John needed a cane, and we could have called him a pimp named Slickback. Okay, <laughs> that's what we like to call casket shop, honey. Like, <laughs> uh, I saw that suit and screen. That was the first time I ever actually sat down and looked. I was like, "What the hell, John got off?" <laughs> But shall we move on to the next part of this? Because we have discussed the peer pretty much ad nauseum in previous episodes. I, we can kind I, of. I bet Deidre Hall wishing we would never mention that damn peer again. <laughs> yeah, probably with the because it's it's a tie between it and the devil possession on what she would rather not mention anymore. She'd be at home every year, every August. Y'all ruin for me. Honestly, Marlena has reunions with her children and everyone in Salem. As she settles into being home, she starts having PTSD from her time in the clinic. John and Marlena decide to go to Mexico to get answers on who did this and why. Okay, so I'm going to move from the kids portion because I'm going to say something that's probably going to be a controversial type. So I'm going to talk about the big part party they had at Alice's restaurant for Marlena's homecoming. <clears throat> Julie, Maggie, and Marlena need to share the screen more often. I would love yeah. that, honestly. Because that was a scene. Uh, Maggie Maggie almost passed out when she saw Marlena. She, she missed her friend. I need to see that friendship more. They don't talk about that friendship enough. They don't talk about each other at all. Like, yeah, it's mm. it's weird because they had a very deep bond, a very very deep bond. But let's be real clear: they don't let Marlena address her friendships at all. It's weird. It, yeah, because I know this isn't the time to talk about that, but Marlena still hasn't addressed Laura's death. I feel like there's some behind the scenes fuckery there and has been for a while on the more on the relationships Marlena can and cannot acknowledge. Hmm. Cause like even because like even her like I like I know recently they've kind of shown their closeness, but they always focused more on like John and Abe. But like Marlena's reunion with Abe was so, oh, so good. Oh my gosh. I so mean here's Marlena. My here's my Mar- note on them. Go ahead. Maybe Abe Lena question <laughs> mark. I was trying to see what squish name I could give them. Cause I saw it for them then. I don't see it now. But I saw, I saw it, it for them. them. I saw it for them in the eighties when Roman went off that cliff. Like, oh my gosh. Actually, when he was presumed dead in the house explosion before he went off the cliff. They just... They sparkle. It was so good. good. it's, It's why Marlena being part of the story that Michael can't stand, but being the one to rescue Abe in present day Salem, it hit a lot harder because of their connection. I just 
it just reminds you of how like they have things that they can play into organically. They don't have to do a lot to to be able to mine that history and it's it's frustrating that they don't because it's especially right when there. it's literally when it's right there or when they're in scenes with certain people and none of that history gets touched. Yeah. But um I loved the PTSD angle from it and the way they kind of kept dropping breadcrumbs um to Wayne Northrop's return because she kept having dreams of hearing somebody yelling doc and she kept saying but it was your old voice I keep hearing your old voice this doesn't make Which any makes sense me to me bad to wonder. <clears throat> ain't no way in the hell they thought that John Black was Roman Brady <laughs> what do you mean Listen. Because when that dream played, and I heard Wayne Northrow's voice, ain't no amount of plastic surgery gonna make your voice go from that to that. Not even adding on. How did he get taller? Yeah, there was a there was a lot of like suspension of disbelief that had to go down. That's that. why later on in the story when Marlena said I wanted him to be you I bought that. I bought it. Everybody <laughs> just wanted him to be that so they believed it. Hell I could have walked in and said hell I'm Roman Brady and they would have <laughs> took my black ass. They just wanted him to be there. Yeah cause like when he went off that cliff that entire family and Marlena were devastated so them openly accepting John as Roman makes sense because they were so hurt that any questions or doubts they had, though it didn't really seem like they had many, um, they just ignored for this. <laughs> they said, we rocking with this. <laughs> Use Roman. They, they literally said, you ain't got to tell me twice. Use Roman now. That's it. That's all. We don't got to go back to no. We don't even got to get no DNA test. Forget it. You Roman. We like you. You can be my son. <laughs> Which honestly, like I get, I I get why Roman was so salty. Cause listen, I'm we we're having words. Me and everybody. Y'all yeah. just really y'all y'all. Damn, did you even like <laughs> okay now I know I'm jumping ahead. I, I know I'm jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead on this. That's fine. But if I was Roman, I don't know how I would have made it through that situation without saying, was he better than me? Like I'm I'm being very petty and I'm I'm I know that's I'm I'm, me, I'm acknowledging I am acknowledging my petty here because I'm about to go to the gutter with everybody. Cause I want to no, know. I, okay. Speaking of jumping ahead, let's, let's jump ahead because I want Caroline could have settled all of this. Why we didn't get that, that story of all she had to do was sit down and quiz him. Cause apparently all she needed was one story. About, 
<laughs> you know, she had that story about uh, Roman's 10th birthday in the chamber ready to go. But not only that, they should have jumped her after that. I... Listen, Ro- Caroline was not shit for that. I I, so you know, I wasn't mad at her for that. That's not what actually bothered me with that. Go on. Because, like, I get it. She, once she knew, she knew, and she needed him to kind of come to Jesus with it. So, like, that didn't bother me. What bothered me was Sean deciding we're just going to call him John Black. Oh, that made me so mad. Now, hold up, sir. <laughs> who 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 are who you? Asked you? Like really? Well, I I guess in his mind, since he's not my son, he might as well he he's not my son. He can't have his name. Let him use the name he used before we found out he was he well, was he my son. Like y'all, you sir, maybe he don't want to because it came off. From both of them, although they were saying, Well, I always love you, it came off as you ain't none of my son, we need you to back off. Which, they were actually quite cold, in my opinion. Coming from I don't Sean, think they were cold, I think that like they were lovingly I, cold, if that makes I sense. I think that they were just like. They were now, now, you know, like when you were saying Isabella was in your way and needed to, he needed to move. This is this is not <laughs> your I'm, bruh. Because he was not moving. He was not that, moving. That, that is true. That is true. He wasn't moving. But, and it was I mean, like this, like I get it, everybody's traumatized. This is nobody's fault. But nobody can. As long as you stay in this, you can't the, stay in this space right now. It's this is not your space. You you need to. This was before the DNA test came back, though, right? Or was it after? It was before. It was before. So it, I just felt like it could have been handled a little. I, listen, I, I, I just that sense. woman knew her child. Like when she was. Like when the both of them were in front of her, she knew her, her she she knew her child. Like that's just what that was. And she needed him to recognize, hey yo, my dude. Like you can't have his life. Just all of these memories, all like, you know, I get that it's all real to you. But these are th- these are not your things. This is not your life. This is not your space. This... I do think he needed to break away from for a spell, just because him still being there wouldn't have helped the problem. I do agree with that. I just felt like with one hand they're saying we care about you, but in the other pushing him out. That was what was irritating me. But do For I think me, it, there was some time that needed to be had? Most definitely. Because he won the left. You're right about that. I think they should have done the memory thing after the DNA test had already come back if John was having a hard time letting go. Then that's a way to reinforce it. Doing it first 
it, it, it felt almost like a slap in the face to me when I watched it because I mean because it was like you spent all of this time believing I was your child and now mind you we haven't even got to the reveal yet I know we're we're kind of going all over the <laughs> yeah, place. Yeah, we are. But... <laughs> but also, like again, their actual child is right there because Roman took thirty seconds. She she said my tenth birthday, and he immediately said the one where I had chicken pox. So again, like their actual child, the child she birthed, the son they raised, the one that actually shares these memories and these moments with them is right there. And the expectation that, and and he's coming back from being tortured for seven years. So the expectation that he's not going to be the priority, y'all are bugging, I'm sorry. Y'all are bugging. Okay, put like that, you're right. Your valid points are being made. I just, I felt so bad for John in that moment because it's like everything he knew for the last five years was a complete lie. And he's, it's like now he feels like he has no one. So in that moment, I felt so bad. It's such a crappy situation because you, you feel for both of them though. I do remember Roman was, frustrating the hell out of me more so I think with his reaction to Marlena because like you know Sean and Caroline they instantly opened up Bo was a little more torn because he believed Roman was Roman but then he had his relationship with John which so it was complicated with Bo but he immediately wanted Marlena to like jump back into hit into their marriage, and it's like, why wouldn't give... he? <sighs> no, I get that, but it's like from I I would just think, can you like give her like five seconds because she just came back from being gone for five years, and she has to adjust to the fact that the man she thought she was married to when she left is not in fact her husband. And her husband's right there. We haven't gone to the reveal yet, guys. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we we got we kind of got to back it up. So, um, once they decide to go to Mexico, uh, then John and Marlena find a man with Roman's face being held pris- prisoner, and now the question becomes: Which man is Roman? I will say the reveal of of seeing Roman in that prison. I have I have to wonder like how much of the story was known in the press, because if I'm me, and I'm sitting there watching this live on a Friday in 1991, having no information whatsoever, and I see original Roman's face, I'm losing my mind. I would have peed and shit it all over the. <laughs> Like, if Twitter had existed back then, days would have been trending. Yeah. And then just, like, the the way they did it of, like, which man is the real Roman. And, like, you really didn't know. You really, like, 
didn't know because they both had his memories. They both have history with Stefano because, you know, Roman's been on this island for the last seven years and we already know John's history with Stefano. So you really don't know which one is the real one and which one has been brainwashed. Which I thought was an interesting um, beat to the story. Was there any point in like which one were you rooting for to be Roman if you didn't know the outcome? John. See, I'm different. <laughs> I'm rooting for the OG. This is an interesting perspective. Because, I mean, like, I just find it funny how everybody wants to brush off Roman's trauma. He is presumed dead. He's kidnapped. And then he's held hostage for seven years. And during that time period, all he wants is to get home. And like when you hear him talk about it, he talks about repeatedly trying to escape. So there's never a point when he gives up. I think if you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you saw this a lot more recently than I did. The only reason he stopped trying to escape is because they threatened Marlena's life if he continued. Correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they would take him in there it's and let him be. And like, and then when they were both in the same place, they would take him in there and let him look at his wife and he could not touch her and he could not talk to her. Like she couldn't talk back. And so he's there, he's away from his people. He's away from his children. He doesn't, the only thing he knows is what he's been told and he doesn't know how much of what he's been told he can trust. And then he starts getting videos. He starts being shown videos of his wife and his family and his loved ones with this man who has stepped into his life. It's like, how do you not feel for that guy? The one thing the videos always made me wonder is like what made Stefano start showing him the videos now? Is it because Marlena was there or was it because like because was he was he not shown videos the entire seven years and we just never knew? I think um, I think it was because Marlena was there because he didn't know who John was like because I remember him asking like, who's that guy? Because I, I remember being very confused by that. Because I remember thinking, like, well, if you're getting the videos now, why weren't you getting them before? But it makes sense that, that it would coincide with Marlena going back home. But I, I do remember also... I don't know why, but I always sided more with John than I did with Roman, and I don't know why. Because the way the way you're spelling, I think it out- that's because that's the one that you had history with. Oh, that could be. That very well could be. And also, like, too- I don't really remember OG Roman to be honest with you, because I was I was little. 
I'm just looking at it from the perspective of, dude, you've been having happy, happy, joy, joy with my family for the past five years. Every, like, you literally have my life. You literally have my memories. I'm I'm not about, I don't feel bad. Like, it's hard to feel bad for you. Because, like, I've been getting tortured. You've been having big family fun. These things are not the same. Valid points are being made. <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't start getting annoyed by Roman until we get into a fair era. I think what really did it for me is and I, I get they needed it for plot points because Peter was leaving and Robert was coming in his bow. But when he went undercover for the Torres family to go after, to go look for Bo, and then I think after Bo came home, he stayed under for an additional time. And he'd literally only been home for like six months at this point. That was kind of a little bit where he lost me. And then the affair era just kind of cinched it because by that point he made my blood boil but that was more so about how he handled the whole Carrie and Austin of it all but um, basically now, now we go into the clusterfuck that is the DNA test and the fact that the ISA ain't shit because they knew we, we don't know that yet we don't know that yet At this point, we pretty much know because I think at the time that Roman comes back, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Shane start acting very squirrely? Yes. And very weird. What's interesting is like looking at those scenes in retrospect, Roman should have whooped his ass because do you remember when they first brought Shane over and he put them through that unnecessary ass Q&A and yeah. Roman oh, remember yeah. remember Roman's first instinct was let's just take this to the ISA and Shane is like oh no we can't do that <laughs> and Roman's hey. like and Roman's like why not and Shane's like uh, uh they are um see this corruption and then John yeah John Johnson it's corrupt which I'm like, which is true, which is also, true, but also like, and, and, and from Shane's point, Shane having just gone through something similar with the ISA because he was presumed dead because the ISA basically didn't tell Kim that he was alive when he was an amnesiac mountain man. Um, so like I understood that, but then knowing that he was doing it to cover their ass, can we right. talk? Can we talk about the fact that Shane? presumably knew the entire time that John was Roman that he was in fact not Roman and yet just let this man live a lie for five years we didn't address that we didn't address that it wasn't they they literally did not as much like Marlena's plane crash they didn't talk about it at all because we'd have jumped him I'm sorry 
we're meet me out. We're going on the grass. Meet me yeah, outside. I, I, I know there was five minutes of anger. Because, like, I think that Christmas, like, Shane was, like, excommunicated by the Bradys. But then something happened and, like, it was magically forgiven. And that whole time period is weird because that's during the whole Kim, Kayla, Shane. Like, like, okay. So. That whole thing is like a weird fever dream, man. And the Kayla part of it all is even is makes it even worse. Because if I'm Roman and you're my friend and my former partner, you marry one of my sisters, screw the other one, but don't manage to tell them I'm alive in all this time. It's too many of us, <laughs> not the junk, you That part. <laughs> it needs to be like that scene on airplane. Brady's just lining up to slap him. Cause sir. <laughs> it's like, and, and if I'm John and you're watching me live a lot, like live a lie, grow attached to these children that are not mine. It's just the whole tear thing. myself to bits over a woman who has come back from the dead, who I have no claim to. The whole thing is just it. And it just it goes back to the moment where Roman's like, let's call the ISA. And Shane's like, ah, oh no, 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 no. Man, the ISA is terrible, yo. I don't understand. I if I'm Kimberly, we my son tells no me he part. wants to be an ISA agent. Boy, I'm beating you. Cause ain't no way. Ain't no way ain't no how the isa has never done anything good for that family at all like and and as we're talking about this i'm just getting madder and madder at the whole shane aspect of it all i used to say like the isa ain't shit the only exceptions being shane and andrew now i'm just gonna say the only exception being andrew because shane ain't shit now either and i just like I I kind of wish I kind of want to go back and watch like the full episodes because do we ever get like an explanation from Shane's point of view of like what he knew and when he knew it? Not really. Not really. Not that I can remember. Quote unquote classified. And so, here's my thing. And here's my thing. After what the ISA ass did, whooping. And after what the <laughs> ISA did to him like two years ago. With the whole, I wouldn't like, have any loyalty to him at exactly. all. Exactly, none. Sing- it's so I'd, weird. I've come home singing like a motherfucking canary. I I'm telling everybody everything. I would oh. say as soon as I came back and saw Kim with some pregnant with somebody else's baby. Yeah, I know you, what the you, ISA did. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'd be telling everybody everything. Like, this is the people. this Let is what this was okay because this is like the early 90s i'm going on donahue i'm going on sally jesse i'm, t- right. I'm, telling, I'm telling everybody we we going to every news network they would have signed me on barbara walters let me tell y'all about y'all government honestly truly <laughs> they'd have they'd have been one to assassinate me because I'm petty. I'm getting my lick back. So now that the um, DNA test has come back, um, original Roman's face is in fact Roman. 
And the man who believes himself to be Roman these last five years is in fact not. So he goes back to being John Black. Crystal and- Changel. <laughs> and now it's a matter of who are John and Marlena going to be with? Because you have Marlena torn between John and Roman. And then you have John torn between Marlena and Isabella. And all the while, John is trying to figure out who the fuck he is and where the fuck he belongs. You've got Isabella in the corner grappling with the fact that she's pregnant. She literally flies down to Mexico specifically to tell him that she's Meanwhile, pregnant. hold on. Meanwhile, they tell the kids the same night of the DNA test. Which controversial take. They shouldn't have told them kids that. They should have waited a little bit till he was older. That- they couldn't because how were they? How were they going to like Roman wanted to be their father? Roman wasn't going to be happy being Mister Patrick. He can be Uncle Patrick. It, it was, but here's the thing though. So okay, but uh, the, the evidence supports my theory that they should have never told them because look how fucked up those kids are to this day. I don't think it's that they shouldn't have told them. It's that they shouldn't have just ripped the bandaid pretend- off. They, I think it's that everybody pretended that things were settled when things were not settled. And everybody just tried to move on without actually digging in and doing any of the work to like clear it up. Clear it. Yeah, because like. Fair. It, it just went everything's back to normal. That part. Honestly, what and they like, should, no, it's not. <laughs> what they should have done is like a weird co-parenting thing with John, Marlena, and Roman. Because as much as, look, those kids are Romans and Roman has every right to want to father his children. But those children know one man is their father. Uh, not that, not just that. Let's be really, really clear. Them babies didn't know anybody but John. Thank you, because yeah. they barely knew Marlena. Barely. She At that point, they knew Isabella better than they knew their mama. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, I think the thing that would have helped this to tie this transition a little bit easier is to have Carrie there. Carrie was missing through a large part yeah. of this. And she, co- she comes in at Christmas in the recast, but, um, or just after Christmas, I think, or just before. Not sure. But I know it's like, December. Uh- Imagine how traumatizing it would be they putting up pictures of your dad and being putting up pictures of Mr. Patrick on the walls. That would just oof. Like, I think had Carrie been there, Carrie being the one who exper- like has the most memories with all of them, she would kind of be, be a guide to be able to help Sammy and Eric through this. Because, like, think- for from like if you look at it from their perspective because this took place over what was it like two three months yeah yeah so those kids those kids went from this is daddy daddy's marrying isabella isabella's gonna be our new mommy yay to hi mommy's back right the the latest he gave our ball back is our mommy who we thought was dead (laughs) that part (laughs) to wait this isn't daddy to hey mr patrick you're nice okay you can hang out it's a little weird but 
whatever. Yeah, they were very weirded out by him. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Because, I mean, like, just imagine you're a kid and this perfect stranger has all this emotion. Yeah. Like, and it's getting weird. I was there the day you were born. Excuse me? Yeah, like, it's... It'll be different if you was, like, an uncle I've always seen. Right, that part. Like, it was weird. They they were... It was... It got weird. And then they were like, Like, okay, daddy's not daddy. Mr. Patrick is daddy. What, like, like if, y'all. If you had came in on that day and that was your first time watching days, you would have thought Roman was Uncle Bad's hutch. Because yeah, it was just it was... that weird. Now, can, can, can I ask again? Because it's, uh, it's been a minute since I've seen this. Was Roman pushing them to tell the kids once the DNA test came out? Yes, and they did it the night of. Okay, because that that like he wanted them to know, but nobody really like pushed back against it. Yeah, like it was no game plan. They just because I I feel like too. I think I think doing this so soon after Marlena came home was almost kind of not good in the sense that Marlena didn't really lean into her therapeutic side to help kind of guide the kids through this because she was still trying to well, I, I will say that she tried but it was just it was so because she's still trying to get See, to know like, them yeah because for me this would have been a perfect spot for Kimberly oh good point because Kimberly's Kimberly is a child psychologist and like those are her that's that's her niece and nephew she knows everybody involved the the babies already trust her like that would have been a great spot for kim to be in to kind of help cuz they expected them babies to roll with a lot they really did expected they did <laughs> <laughs> and now you now you can kind of understand why all of the kids are fucked up mhm because look what they went through like y'all like i get it everybody like i i understand like everybody did their best truly truly these were good like roman john and marlena are all they were all good good people with good intentions who loved those kids who wanted to do right by them the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I just think that they were all... And then, too, it's the fact that none of them actually dealt with any of their trauma either. It was all... It, it was all, okay, let's go back to normal. Because it's like John was so desperate to have a place that he just immediately poured his everything into, okay, I'm going to be a father. This is my child. This will be my family. This will be where I belong. Meanwhile, Marlena's like, okay, this, I guess this is going to be his future. Let me try to, you know, rebuild my bonds and, and, you know, make this work with my husband roman over here is is like look i told y'all all along what i wanted this is like i just want my life back i've spent 
almost a decade trying to get my life back. I just want my life back. Let's let's pick it up where, you know, where we are now and let's go. And it's like all of y'all are like the the most emotionally healthy person was Isabella and even Isabella was a little like thrown thrown for a loop because this this is not normal. None of this was normal. Because like, yeah, none of she, this was normal. I, I will say I'm so glad that Isabella was involved in this in the sense that Isabella kind of became John's anchor in a sense. Advocate. Advocate. Yep. Yeah, that too. Because And then too, like don't forget during this whole time, like before fake Stefano, everybody just knew that it was Victor's fault. So, like, she's dealing with the fact that her father is, is you know, as far well, as yeah, they know, it, the architect of all evil. And correct well, me if I'm he wrong. Did, no. Well, no, did no, I don't think he did because the look on his face when Roman was just walking through town one day told me that Victor didn't know. He he was scammed by Stefano just like everybody else was. He believed the person that he got was Roman. But I don't think he actually knew that it wasn't. Because don't you remember the look of panic on his face when he was standing on the pier one day and he just happened to see Roman standing there? I do. But also, remember, Roman had a pic, not Roman, Victor had a picture of both John and Roman in his office that he was hiding. So did Lawrence Alamein too. Which was weird because why? But Yeah, like I don't, I still don't quite get why he was in it, but okay. Yeah, that just they just wanted to put him in just being because why was you here? But like, because I don't actually, I don't, I don't know that Victor knew one hundred percent. And then too, just like from Isabella's perspective, Victor's also trying to like kill her brother during this time, and like. Because the whole Bo Carly Victor <laughs> mess yeah. was happening. Like, it was a lot. Oh, all yeah. of y'all. Yeah, yeah. Unpopular all of y'all. <laughs> as, as I'm going through watching this, care, not care. Carly is kind of mad. She didn't do anything. She didn't do much just going back through that. She was just pretty. <sighs> I'm going to be real okay cannot be controversial i don't know this may not be controversial on this side of the street <sighs> carly and Bo only ever worked when it was robert kelker kelly's bow that's not controversial mm. Now, see, I thought Robert, I thought Bo and Carly died with the recast because he had <laughs> okay. more chemistry with Lisa Rinna. Yeah, but like just comparing like that Bo and Carly to Peter's Bo and Carly, I always felt like it wasn't. It didn't hit like it needed. It didn't hit the way it needed to hit. I also is it that it didn't hit the way it needed to hit, or it didn't hit the way Peter and Christian hit? That too, and it also didn't help that. Okay, 
again, I'm about to take a, a trip to the controversial side of the street. We acknowledge that he was a damn demon with zero redeeming qualities. But also, every time Crystal Chappelle and Michael Sabatino looked at each other, screen melted. They, it, 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 them two being a couple in real life surprises absolutely no one because the chemistry was chemistry. And even though the story was absolute hot, flaming garbage, it made no sense. None. None. Listen, because. Because that one storm a night promo where he told her, you're going to remember this and you're going to remember me, should not have touched me. (laughs) Okay, that should have been like restraining order, police, guard, and instead it was like, my knees is weak, I'm trying to stand up, but I'm having difficulty. And it's like, you know, Lawrence was the damn devil, but, but they're, oh. And I shouldn't feel that way because I should feel that way about Bo and Carly and I didn't because like. And by that point though, I think that was intentional because by the by the time, because one stormy night was when, 92? Or is that, no, that was 91 still. Okay. Yeah. So they, they were kind of doing the triangle, but by the time Robert Kelly came in, they had like fully gone into um playing up the Carly Lawrence thing because I think they were about to pit, segue Carly and Bo out of there because they wanted to do Bo and Billy. It's just <laughs> but I don't I, know, but whole, yeah we're going back and forth. But the whole thing yeah. is I just didn't I I feel like Peter and Peter's bow and Carly were kind of that it was nice, but mm. yeah, she 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 that's she wasn't fancy face. <laughs> like, like it was nice. I feel like but... that's the issue that Peter's bow had in general. Like, because Robert Coker Kelly and Christian Alfonso had no chemistry. At all. So, at all. Like, if negative chemistry were uh, in human form, it would be them. So, you kind of rooted against Bo and Hope with Robert Cook Kelly in the role because they just didn't work. But with Peter, not, he didn't have the same magic with anyone that he had with Christian. So, it was like nothing, in, nothing was ever going to compare. And I think you like you really, really saw that when Carly came back and they tried to Oh Lord. Run that yeah. <laughs> when Carly was fucking bow from the back. <laughs> okay. Well we, we have completely segued yeah. all the way over. But to bring us all the way back, um Isabella kind of being John's anchor, and then I was so happy that Brady came to be and like her pregnancy survived all the way through because I don't know what would have happened to John if he did not have Isabella and Brady to anchor him as he was losing everything else. Yeah. Because he's essentially losing his children and then 
thank God he had another one on the way because if he didn't, oof. But I honestly think everybody would have been so much better off if they had just taken a breath a after off. Mexico. Because, yeah. like, first of all, all of y'all need some intense therapy. Like, let's let's start there. But also, like, none of like the only person who didn't have like any kind of conflicted feelings was Roman, because. Like he's the only he was the only yeah. one. Roman who... knew he wanted Marlena and Isabella knew she loved whoever John turned out to be. She loved yeah. that man because she had no previous experience with this other one. So she loved that man no matter what his name was. Because that was the man she knew. Yeah. But even with that, she was still going to not have the life that she had been planning on. Cause remember, she adored those twins. She loved those babies down. And, and she, she moved had to the house. Yeah, like the only person whose life essentially wasn't turned upside down was Romans, and that's because he was getting back his life, but he wasn't getting back the life that he had left because everybody had moved forward and moved on and grown and changed. And it's like all of y'all need to kind of take a moment here. Y'all are making very big decisions. From a very shaky place. It's like they got and it came DNA back to, test and, and all it, things it, just okay. Let's wrap this little story up. We're going back to how it used to be seventy years ago. Yeah, then it and it came back to bite them. It came back to bite them in the end because I feel like a lot of the affair was just because y'all didn't work through your shit and that was that was a a big through line through the entire affair and every time the affair was mentioned after it had resolved was that that affair was born out of unresolved feelings they never got to resolve their feelings and so because they pushed them down for so long when they thought they were going to die in the pit, they came back up and they could not be squashed down after that. I mean, you're not wrong. It it just, it shows me that I just can't help but wonder if they would have stopped and taken a break, where would days be? Would the affair it, even happen? Would if Marlena Isabella Roman had never died, would it? the affair have ever happened? Yeah, I truly believe it would have. See, I don't. I, I believe it would I don't have think it would have happened then. Yeah, it would have happened much, much later. Brady what's interesting yeah what's happened, interesting but... to me is i don't i wonder how much longer roman and marlena's marriage would have survived had isabella still been alive and the affair not happened because they even outside of the affair they like 92 was just not good for them it just no. was not that 
he... I, I don't think they would have survived the marriage affair or no affair. And mainly because they both have changed so much in that seven-year gap that 92 is the proof in itself that they would have outgrown each other even more to the point of hating each other if they had stayed together. It was already reaching that point. I mean, at the, like it, it, it was reaching that point before she went into the pit. There's a reason that Roman didn't think anything was weird. Like the entire reason John wound up in that pit is because John knew that something was off and went looking because things didn't add up. Roman was so angry because they were in such a weird spot that he just accepted things at face value. And that always showed their stark difference. But I do think that if Isabella were still around, I don't think his insecurities over John would have played as big of a part in the imploding of their marriage as it did. But I do think his need... I don't think it was just that that caused their issues, though. No, but that was a big part of it. I think the bigger part of it would have been the way he disrespected her work regularly and didn't value her work. Because... And I'm interested to know, like, because, like I said, I was little, so I I miss, like, their OG run. I I wonder if that's, like, true to their history or if that was, like, something that they because I'm gonna be honest I've said it before I feel like once we got to like the affair era whoever was writing had clearly made a decision that they were going with John and Marlena and did everything in their power to make sure that Roman had no rooting value whatsoever they were successful because like he went he they he went under the bus, the bus back back over him, drove forward, dragged him down the highway. <laughs> like it was it, it was bad, yo. And then he came back with a new face years later. Like it was it was not great. It was not great. Cause like the for me, like the definitive, oh yeah. They do not want us to like this dude for me. Like, I know you mentioned the whole Carrie and Austin of it all. But for me, it was Sammy's bulimia. Mm. And Marlena telling him that, you know, this is what this is what our daughter is going through. She is ashamed. She is embarrassed. She is very fragile right now. She does not, she didn't want you to know. Please keep this to yourself. I'm her mother. I'm a therapist. I'm going to help her through this. But right now, you need to take a back seat and you can't, you know, you you can't be directly involved. You can't let her know that I have broken her confidence. Two I'm seconds later. You, I'm only <laughs> telling you because you my husband and I'm trying to do right. Sammy walks in the house two seconds later and here he goes just spilling all the tea oh Samantha how I, what, sir what were you just told and Marlena's just standing there 
like I cannot believe and some and poor and Sammy looks so betrayed and now she's mad at her. like that was the moment where I was like oh they just they really do not want me <laughs> to like this dude at all did it was it successful or did you oh yeah oh oh it worked it because because like like, during the tale of two romans roman didn't bother me and i actually had like a lot of especially watching it back have like a lot of like sympathy and empathy for him a fair era roman you know what sir you get what you get because you you are unbearable yo And it's so, and even as heavy handed as it is, and even as like recognizable as it is, it still is just like, dude, how am I supposed to, you're making everybody, including yourself, miserable. How am I supposed to like you right now? Like he was making Carrie miserable. He was making Marlena miserable. He was, like you just just bad vibes yo all the way around I like to call that the James Evans complex (laughs) you know you are a tyrant when everybody just having a good old time and then you come home from work and everybody's break down into a frown that was Roman Brady yeah, I man, he uh, 92 was not good. I don't know who was writing that year, but it was not good. It was not good for him at all. It was not good for anybody. Because what they did to J&J that year was a crime. Was that the... No, wait. That was the post... That was Ab- Abigail's pregnant. Jack's pretending he's dying and trying oh, to. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I would just like to point out that Samus Bulimia was 1993. So he had a bad two year stretch. Yeah. Because 19, like it started, it literally started in yeah, 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started almost immediately. And then he was kind of like maybe it was the undercover thing that was the start of mm-hmm. dude. And it just progressively yes, snowballed from there. Marlena had already slept with John during the bulimia, sto- bulimia story. So he was just cutting up the cutting up. And then like what really tore it was his his reaction to Belle. Oof. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Wait, what reaction? I'm I'm lost. Basically, oh. pretending the child didn't exist once he oh, found yeah. out that that Basically was not his child. Her and Marlena out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't even look at the baby. Yeah, because I, I remember there was a scene. I think it was at the pub where like Caroline's trying to get him to like engage with Belle. And he won't even look at her. Hey. 
yeah, at some point they made a decision that like this is not going to be the dude, and they <laughs> they did everything possible to make sure that we we felt he's that. He's no wonder <laughs> why Northrop left when he did. To be honest, like, and I think honestly too, because I I kind of needed to watch this back to like get sympathy for his version of Roman because that is the version of Roman that I remember the most. I I just remember him being so unlikable and so like unbearable. Yeah, it starts in like 92 and just does not let up till he leaves. But I think we've basically covered just about everything on the outline. Um, and two years after. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> kind, we, right? kind of went, we kind of went all over the rainbow, but that is kind of what we do. But there are a couple little uh, tidbits that um, I just want to generally cover. Um, the fake Stefano of it all. The man that did not speak that we only saw from behind in a Mexican cave. It wasn't from behind. We just saw a shirt. Uh, yeah, we just saw we like just saw clothing. And it was clearly not Stefano. If anything, <laughs> it was Carlo Hesser. No, what was like <laughs> hilarious weird. to me is like um my when I was watching on the playlist my my oldest daughter came in in the middle of that like island <laughs> standoff where like we're like so embarrassed we're oh my like, god we're like uh John is holding the satchel and fake Stefano is giving his monologue now my kid like I said like my my kids don't really like watch soap soaps like that but like they've watched enough to know who Stefano Demira is and she stopped and she was like what is this why does he what who is this is she she was like who's this dude and I was like oh that's Stefano and she literally said no it's not because <laughs> <laughs> like she was she was like, "Who is this? Is it they? They have another bad guy because she knows Stefano and she knows Victor and she knows Orpheus, and that's like basically, you know, that's the extent of her like Days of Our Lives villainy knowledge." And so she was like, "Oh, who's who's this? This is another bad guy." And I was like, "No, that's Stefano." And she literally told me, "No, it's not." And I was like, "Look, I ain't had nothing to do with this, okay." They said that Stefano, <laughs> for the purposes of this storyline, that's Stefano. I didn't and she was how like, bad well, it was. I did not remember how bad that was. I knew it was bad because I remember thinking this is bad the first time I saw it. This time, that accent, though. Oh. That <laughs> again, it was Carlo Hesser. I yikes i kind of feel like i i get that they needed it i guess in retrospect to make all of the other stuff that happens later with john and marlena and john and stefano 
like work it needed to be stepping out but uh why why did we have fake Stefano? What was going on at that time? I don't know. I feel like I, I could be I completely wrong. What happened. I can tell you what happened. They had already spent enough damn money on this Malayan <laughs> return. And you got OG Roman. Y'all gonna take what we give you now. And you get uh, a location, and a location shoot. shoot. Yeah. yeah okay. they, the money ran out. <laughs> That was one day Ken was on the set. He said, hell no. (laughs) I just... uh That's why we didn't even get another actor. We just saw a shadow. I just... I'd be surprised if it was like a random crew member just giving a really bad accent. It most likely was because there was no credit. That was just not... mm. Listen, yeah, do you I, not see all these millions we've been throwing at you? Y'all gonna take what we can get and y'all gonna deal. I can't be mad at them on that one because they's had the money. Yeah, because we got like real location shoots. I literally the wardrobe. Had it in my notes. We I even said, got hey. like a we even got like a a wedding that wasn't a wedding with Bo and Carly. On oh, I love that. I literally put days had money, location <laughs> and gowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was mm. that was that was nice though. And okay, also, did you ever get the feeling that like a couple of times that they were kind of flirting with the idea of actually having John be a bad guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Particularly because. in all the jungle stuff. And I actually have a note on that. John keeps having flashes to his past life. Love John, but his backstory is so out the way that I just never want to mention it again. Oh, be prepared. We may be mentioning it one more time. <laughs> It just, it was because, and then like when he started withholding things, I was like, why? To make him look suspicious? Yeah, like, why is he being sketch? I don't like this. Refresh my memory withholding. Basically, he was having flashes of his memory of the training that Stefano put him through, but he wasn't telling them about the flashes he was having because he was so adamant on being Roman. Oh my god, I remember that. And I remember being squigged out by that, going, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, and then, like, he they remembered never touched he was... On it again. Yeah, and he remembered he was on the island, but he didn't tell them that he remembered being on the island. And then, how did Marlena find out? I forgot how Marlena found out. And Oh, because she told, he was telling Isabella, and um, Isabella and Marlena got into it, and Isabella told him. But I was just it, like, why are they making him look so... I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Run that back. Mm-mm. Another <laughs> note I had about Mexico. Everyone and their mother is in Mexico and it really wasn't needed. Days has a habit of this. I.e. whenever they go to a big city, 
literally all of Salem goes to that big city. It's like the facts of life go to Australia. <laughs> Everybody fucking gets to go. I still don't understand. I still don't quite understand the Lawrence of it all. That's Again, why was he there? Everyone and their mother went to Mexico and everyone and their mother should not have been. And, and, and in answer to your question, Dylan, yes, they they very easily could have been writing to make John a bad guy, but then by like January ninety two, the writer switched again, um, because this writer, uh, her his or her name, I'm not sure because it's Jean Palumbo, so I'm not sure if it's his or he or she. They wrote from June nineteenth, nineteen ninety one, to January thirtieth of nineteen ninety two, so they wrote all of this initial return stuff. So if that was when all of the John flashbacks were happening, yes. that makes sense. And then by the by like January by like early 92, January, February 92, when the new writers took over, they basically it would seem deaded that. Yes, because they started phasing it out around the time. Because I actually I did my a little extra. I watched the um first two months of 1992 and they started phasing that out probably after new year's mid-january yeah well that's because they were in the middle of transitioning writers oh my i know who that is he used to write for gen it's a guy he used to write for general hospital that's the dude that invented casey the alien over there oh lord <laughs> yeah and that's why i know who that is because i i just like had to well, research that. <laughs> Yeah, the, the John the Marlena return and Tale of Two Romans aside, everything else he wrote was straight shit. <laughs> In my view, because I'm sorry, I'm never gonna forgive them for what they did to Jack and Jennifer. Literally, the minute after they got married, never gonna forgive them. Never gonna forgive them. But yeah, that that's Casey the alien dude. I I. <laughs> It's random, and I only know that because I recently had to look that up for for something. So, yeah. Okay. Well. (laughs) It's all coming together. Um, But just our general overall thoughts on the story. Did you enjoy the pacing of it? Do you think as an audience member, if you didn't know the outcome, you would have known the outcome? No. I took myself out of it and tried to watch it as a viewer with no knowledge, so I tried to do my control-alt-delete thing. And you wouldn't have known until you got the DNA test. Um, As for the pacing... I know we say we try, we like to have our stories open and closed within three months. I felt like this story could have gone on about a year, honestly, truly. Okay, which part of that, though? Do you want the aftermath after they get the DNA test to take that long, or do you want the will there, who is he, to take that long? Um, the who is, he could have lasted three to four months, but I really felt like the aftermath of that story should have lasted much longer than what it was because 
Dylan's not lying. I, again, I went the extra two months in 1992. It was over. It didn't even go all the way to Christmas. It was over once they got back from Mexico. It was back to normal. At the very least, they should have been seeing a family counselor. Yeah, it's... Like, I feel like that's where we should have gotten more story because there was more story to tell. It really was. It really was. It, It should not have ended there. And it honestly left a lot of things unturned because, again, ain't nobody gonna mention the plane crash. Nobody's gonna mention it. Nobody. Okay, I have a question because I didn't go. I need to watch like episode by episode the follow up. Did we ever listen? If I'm, do y'all remember ISA Gretchen being the ISA agent? But that's when I started yes. cussing in the group message. I was my like, bitches knew. They knew. My, my brain had completely like deleted nope. that, that detail. That, that I was did the truth. They revealed that I think either right before they went or right after they came back no, no, from no. South Carolina. No, no, no. They revealed that Literally, as John was trying to go through the satchel with the evidence of his identity, this bitch gonna talk about you can't go through that. And why the hell can he? Because I'm with the ISA, and then that's when it was revealed to them. But we, yeah, yeah, no, we the audience before that. Yeah, my thing is like, am I the only person who wishes he had not given her that bag? Because I truly don't believe that none of the evidence that was in that bag couldn't be restored. That part. Like, I I know we're coming up on a whole nother part of John's backstory <laughs> in, like, current day. We're, well, well, we're doing it, so be prepared. <laughs> but mm. I truly believe I would I would not be surprised if whatever we find out about him they already knew because I don't believe that that stuff was destroyed I, beyond honestly, repair. And I'm because the bag I'm, was still intact. That I'm part. going to say I I don't think you're far off base because now we're, we are going into if and allegedly mode. So if Dang. and allegedly. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get a ding effect for that. <laughs> allegedly, um, Dick Van Dyke's character, whoever he turns out to be, is going to be what plays into John's backstory. Now, we know, because I think it's Colton Little said... Man, it's the ISA. So <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. We, we know, because I think Colton Little said either in an interview or on Instagram somewhere that he works with that he works with Dick Van Dyke and that we're going to see more Paul and Andrew. So I'm wondering if Andrew is coming in on behalf of the ISA to use give maybe some news. Give some news. Maybe, years too late. <laughs> maybe, maybe he finds something in the evidence archives. I don't 
I don't know. I'm just saying maybe they use whatever quote-unquote blew up in that bag. And John Buddy used that traumatic brain injury to start beating the hell out of people. I just, listen, at this point, I just, like, that was the point, because I was, yeah, I literally, even though I knew what happened, I, I was literally yelling at the TV, don't give her that bag, don't do it, <laughs> don't, don't, because I, no, first of all, I, I stayed and literally risked my life going through the fire to get this thing. No, not even that. Everybody is failing to mention, ain't this the bitch the hell Roman and Roman captain? Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure was. Sure was. You ain't getting nothing but a knuckle sandwich from over here, man. <laughs> That's why when they came out of the, the temple and out of all of the smoke, and she revealed that she was an ISA agent. That's why Roman was so pissed off. Yeah. Because, like, Just, how? Like, what was even the point of that? Did we ever get an answer to what was even the point of that? No. 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 And I'm going to chalk that all up to the writing shift that happened in early 1992. So a lot of the threads that were started here got dropped because stories pivoted. I need them to run that back. I can't even lie to you. I need them to run that back because now I'm curious. What kind of Watergate, what Blackgate right? type <laughs> shit is this? Because I think the stuff with Victor, again, back in If Allegedly Mode, the stuff with Victor, like Victor's death, is going to somehow springboard us into this latest run back into John's past. I don't know if something in Victor's will is going to connect back to his time in Victor's custody when he was the pawn. Not him revealing shit in his will like he aced the Well, look who's writing <laughs> that the is show, a, sir. That isn't that but honestly that is a Victor Kiriakis move. Very much so. I'm a die so you can't get me. <laughs> Well, he did try to choke the. Listen, he did try to choke the life out of him. Yeah. (laughs) During this whole. During this whole situation, so I can I can understand being cautious. It was. It was Victor tried to throw hands back. That was (laughs) him. I'm just sit that that old man down. I have one last question before we wrap this up. Does the story live up to the hype? Ooh, we're going to ask that at the end. At everyone we do. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I'm going to pass it. I think it does. And I also think that it still holds up. I think it holds up remarkably well. Yeah, I was very entertained. I asked what a red eye was. <laughs> Wait, not the... Um, not the red eye, a concord, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, just I believe it's a yeah, it's a. I don't know how they managed to to it's a it's a speedier flight from what yeah. Europe is it to to the U.S. Yeah. And then I learned that Marlena basically missed the fall of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> also, I was. 
I also think what um like watching it back in retrospect because okay again I missed their initial run so like the only version of like Wayne's Roman and Deidre's Marlena that I saw was when he was just really unbearable and then again during the Alex North we we, we don't talk about that (laughs) so like in my brain I was like oh these two have no chemistry whatsoever this is it's it's just not good watching this and specifically the scenes where she puts him under and he remembers their wedding Oh, that was and good shit. I was like, oh. So, okay. I see it now. And then, like, when he surprises her in Mexico with their little impromptu dinner date. Oh, my God. That dinner <laughs> date was so cute. I was like, okay. All right. You guys see it. I see what y'all have been talking about. I see the vision. I get it. I... I I still think that like as far as chemistry goes, like John and Marlena are just that. But I get it now. I I see the vision. I see what people saw with Roman and Marlena now, and I don't think that I would have ever seen that had I not watched this back. Because let me tell you that 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 whole Alex and I know it was designed to, I know we were supposed to, that whole Alex thing, that that was the ick. Yo, that was mm -mm. get away from her, get a job. Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm like that no, I'm like that at all. And then like you know, during the the breakdown of their marriage, it was all just like fighting and resentment and him being really hard to like. So I was like, oh, this is dry. There's nothing here. But like getting to see that. And, and then too, like after he shot John and he carried her off in the jungle and he's holding her. And he's, yeah. Yeah, like I see it. I, I saw it. I got it. For me, and it's been a minute since I rewatched it because I didn't rewatch it with most with both of you. Every time I go back to this story, it always holds up. I'm always just as entranced as I was the first time. And I'm low-key always rooting. I'm oh I always I like I know the outcome every time I know that Roman is going to end up being Roman and that John is going to end up being John and that they all wind up happily ever after in the end even though it takes years and decades to get there but like in the moment I'm rooting for John to stay Roman I don't want the man to lose at like it, And every time I know I'm going to lose, but every time I find myself rooting for the same thing over and over again. And that's how I know that the story is always good if you can watch it back and still feel all the same feelings. That's me watching Soaps daily. (laughs) But I also think it's a testament to, to how, like, if you can have really dramatic things happen and like have a really compelling triangle and not necessarily have to like write anybody 
out of character or, you know, make a designated bad guy. Because at this point in the story, everybody had valid points and positions. And it really was, yeah, it really was just a matter of what pairing you preferred. They don't do it like that no more. Mm -mm. To the genre's detriment. Because, like, ev- everybody was making points. And that's why, like, Michael, when I, you always used to say how Isabella bothered you, I was like, tell me what she did other than fall in, love with, fall in love with a man whose wife came back from the dead and then we found out wasn't actually his wife. She literally did nothing but fall in love she didn't move. with someone. He didn't either. <laughs> Good one. I'll give you that one. I chuckled. <laughs> but I think that's just to the point of like none of the these people did anything wrong. They were just all done dirty to varying degrees. And I don't think not we Carlo ever really Hesse. got a reason why. Like not Carla has. <laughs> Cause like if because even the explanation we got in the temple was so convoluted I couldn't follow it I'm not gonna lie and the and the explanation the subsequent ex- explanations we get for every retread of John's past doesn't doesn't make it any better because we never fully understand like we understand why Stefano ch- turned him into Roman because when the the backstory we got during the Maison Blanche era was that John was a priest and John found out what he did to Kristen's and Peter's parents but Stefano was too Catholic to actually kill a priest so he brainwashed him instead which is a lot sir (laughs) all in the name of not wanting to go to hell and they could have just left it at that because you're going anyway <laughs> they could have just left it at that that honestly would have been fine yeah though i i still think john's personal best backstory is uh forest alamein yeah i liked that one too i don't talk about this last one. Oh no i'm we, not gonna we, hold y'all no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what what I what I refer to as the demented Dumbledore daddy? No, I don't. Oh, Mr. Young Lomang, Mr. <laughs> Thibodeau is not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Which is why, if they decide to make Dick Van Dyke his daddy, I'm fine with it. I don't care. I will accept whatever convoluted backstory you want to give me. Give me if it deletes this last retcon out of existence. That was a lot, and I didn't need any of it. I'm <laughs> all but this was a fun one y'all I love these little story spotlights that we get to do every now and again this was fun I like this this I feel like this was a classic like iconic day story for a reason and it just shows that like even when you look back knowing the outcome and like being years removed from it, good storytelling holds up. And I think this was good storytelling. Yes, it was. Michael, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? 
um yes please let us know in the comments share this do all the things and maybe if you share enough and get more people listening we'll do it some more shall we and also if you want us to cover any particular story in the past let us know sound off in the comments and Long let us know and don't involve Mimi Lockhart because mm -mm. <laughs> Mm -mm. We ain't doing that. Not Arya well, in the you, background screaming. Please, well, don't say you that. may not be doing that. I, well, however, no, no, we will good. not be doing that. Me, me, <laughs> yeah. I'm on, I'm on the island with Michael. We're <laughs> gonna have well, to get Fran Dresser in the room for that one because uh uh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in, in our contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, we will catch y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye y'all.